0: Good morning. How's everybody doing?
1: Happy Friday. Good morning. Woo.
0: So, around the table, we have Katie, Lo, Beth, and Becky are all here. I'm not sure why. Is it for the donuts? Yes. Yeah.
1: Don't rat us out. <laughs> <laughs> Some out. of us are not having donuts. I feel very attacked right now. I don't know about you. I mean, I feel don't triggered, in, You don't so care. No. You know, There's the no evidence of I, about I was like, balance. did I get it all? <laughs> don't we teach like, balance about stuff? I've balance? heard about that. Balance. I have not had much balance in my life recently, which is why so no I'm balancing today. that out with right. no donuts today.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm balancing my balance.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: the donuts were Damon's idea, and he didn't even show up.
2: Shocking! Yes. <laughs> who would have thought? I'll eat Damon's donut. That's it's fine. okay. okay we'll yeah, we'll take care Deal. of it. Deal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what are we That's supposed fair. to talk
0: about? Yeah. <laughs> donuts. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to talk about donuts. This podcast is going to be entitled Donuts.
3: Good They
0: make me go nuts.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to talk. <laughs> Let's see, I like that. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> Did you see my Florida meme that I said she was The dancing
1: alligator? I did. Yeah. So
0: Becky likes to send me anything that's Florida related, <laughs> crazy Florida people. Becky sends me. So now, anytime I see Florida, there's this guy literally dancing with an alligator in the water. He's like, got it. And he's I mean, like, ballroom dancing <laughs> I know, with the alligator. <laughs>
2: Florida's the worst.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they really are. It's yeah. a garbage state full of garbage people.
2: <laughs> That's what I'm just going to post on social media is the Dancing Gator. There you go. Oh. And be like, there's a new podcast, and we'll know if everybody's oh, yeah. seen dancing it. Dancing right, yeah.
0: <laughs> So, let's get into some stuff. Who here at the table has suffered an injury?
3: Me? A, a CrossFit c- c- yeah. f- injury? Yep. Just any injury? No, just
0: any injury. Any injury yes.
3: Oh Yes. Yep. For
0: sure. Yeah. Okay. We all have. Um, who here has... Let that stop them from continuing to train or to do anything.
1: Uh, not stop me from training. It has changed my training. Yeah, same, mm-hmm.
3: correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So this podcast is really twofold. We want to talk about some tips and tricks that we can utilize for consistency across our training, across life. Um, trying to not do this start and stop, start and stop, start and stop, and, and try to find some balance across it. But the other the other aspect that we want to talk about today is training through injuries and stuff like that. So let's start first with the consistency. Anybody in this room struggle with consistently staying on track, working out?
3: Not No, not with working out, no. just because it's been part of the routine of my life for so long that it's not a question I'm not always motivated to do it. Yeah. But I just I just do it because that's just what you do. It's like even your teeth, yeah. Yeah. Even on my
1: worst days I will figure out some way to get get movement in. And And it's not always
3: like great. It's not not great at all. And
1: no matter you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna sugarcoat it and say, oh, it changes everything. But if I'm having a bad day and I get a workout in At least I've gotten a workout in. It might still be a bad day, but it's not a bad day without a workout. Yeah.
0: What, is that something that's always been in place in your
1: life, or is that something that developed across time? Well, coming from a background of athletics, um, working out was just part of my job. When I finished with athletics, I struggled because I found this time where it wasn't part of my job, and it was something I was just supposed to be motivated to do. And I found I was not motivated to just work out for the sake of working out. Um, but as luck would have it, I did find CrossFit and what I found is if I just showed up, yeah. it just worked. If it just kept coming in, I would get better. So that's that's what changed for me on that.
0: In your guys' opinion, what's what's showing up bare minimum times a week? What what's the bare minimum? If you wanna if you wanna move the needle and you want to create some fitness what is the bare minimum how many times a week do you if you want to
1: up? move the if you want to move the needle and bare minimum are two different things for me yeah, i'd say um bare minimum just for life for fitness for being where currently where you're at i think bare minimum is three i think if you want to start to move the needle that's four
0: fair enough
3: I, I agree that's with me that. but with that. i think that you know I mean, something is always better than nothing, so if you can only make it to the gym once a week, you know, hey, that's, that's better than zero times. But yeah, it's gonna be a long road to results and um, the, moving the needle towards fitness if, if it's once a week or if it's seldom. It's like, that, that's great, but really we're trying to make it part of I mean, that's, people's mean
0: Let's not, not sugarcoat it with people. Once a week is not enough. I, I think we can but all agree once on that. a week it's, is not
1: enough for anything, anything that needs to be part of your life yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I
0: think we often agree that fitness with modern day society it has to be part of our life we don't we it don't get the physical be. activity outside of it right so so doing it one or two days a week is really not doing you any good it's,
1: it's not going to cut it
0: yeah it's just not gonna cut it
1: yeah
0: no it needs to be more frequently so what what are some actionable steps we'll we'll go Beth what are some actionable steps that you take to to get yourself in the gym especially on the days that you don't like to and you don't want to
4: it's just routine it's like what Becky said um, it just kind of becomes a part of your life you get up make your bed take a shower go to the gym you know it's. When you create those habits that is how you get over that lack of motivation it's like okay well it's time to go to the gym and i always feel better after i do it
0: would you agree that motivation is a very fleeting thing like, cause yeah. We, so yeah, it's like we, we all get motivated to do everything. It's right. like the beginning of the year. I'm like, I'm not going to touch a donut for the rest of the year. And then now, how are we all set? <laughs> That's, I mean, life That's a bad example. Life but. happens,
4: right? And we, I mean, things happen, and we get out of those routines. And and life is not always organized. It it can be messy and chaotic. But if you can find a way to um, make that time, 20 minutes, a 20-minute walk outside, get some sunshine, something like that where it's a self-care type of thing, I think is going to make a huge difference. It shouldn't be a chore to get in here. It should be fun, and you should come see your friends and work out and throw down, and then leave and feel good about the day.
0: I just come for Logan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, come, Logan. she just comes for you, too. That's <laughs> the <laughs> only reason I'm here. So would you say, I think what we're getting at is, is motivation is fleeting but you have to have the discipline to continue to do absolutely, it.
4: absolutely yeah for yeah, sure
0: it's it's especially it, it, when
4: you've been doing it as long as we have it's yeah it's, it's, it's a discipline for sure
0: you know I, I tell people all the time it's very rarely am I actually motivated to work out maybe yeah. like once a week I'm like okay yeah. yeah I'm ready how many
3: times a week do you guys say I hate CrossFit most days, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. it's like if you're waiting <laughs> for it to like, if you're like, oh, I want to wait until it's the perfect workout or until what? Like it's never gonna happen. It's hard. It sucks. It's hard in the moment, but it's the it's knowing it's prioritizing it, like your health and your fitness. Coaching
4: low on Wednesday, she said, "This is BS.
2: No less this is than dumb. five, times. yeah, this yeah,
3: right." And then she crushed it, of course. And that's for this normal <laughs> to feel that way and to still continue on because it's just something you have to do. It's like taking your kids to swim practice or picking the kids up from school. Granted, I don't have kids, so maybe I shouldn't be saying this. Well, you're taking, taking Doc <laughs> But it's just those are things you schedule in and they're right. priorities,
1: and this should yeah. be no different. I think the term that resonates with me is that fitness has become a non-negotiable in my life. Right. It's something that has to happen. It's a priority. It is a priority. I make it a priority. It's the concept of you choose to have time for fitness or you choose to have time for sickness. Yeah. And each day, those of us around this table are choosing to make it a priority. And, like, what happens to,
3: I mean, for you guys, like, if you can't work out or you get into a slump where you're just, like, unmotivated or whatever, what does that do to your mental health? It's not oh good. horrible. Yeah.
1: Right? Awful. It's not good. It's real bad. Yeah. Well, and luckily, I think we've gotten to a point um, around this table as a coaching staff that there is not a thing. It There's no such thing as you can't work out. Mm-hmm. Unless you are in some sort of full body cast, mm-hmm. there is a way for you to work out. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a way. Yeah. And I think what... Um, what it would be good for us to get across is the fact that if you walk into the door as a member of this gym and you have some sort of injury, no matter what, it is our job to get you a workout. Mm -hmm. Keep you as healthy as you currently are and keep you moving towards fitness. Stay away from the things that are currently hurting you. Help to help you with recovery. Help you with recovery, all those things. There is no reason you cannot get a workout with an injury. Laurel, I mean, I'm just going to call out Laurel right now. Lakshma also
3: has been in a race, but I mean, Laurel's been really consistent. Her workouts look Mm -hmm. different than everybody else's on most days, but Mm -hmm. she said she's feeling great. Her doctors Mm -hmm. are like so impressed with her mobility and range of motion. They're like, you're like, 40% 40% ahead of that's where you so
0: should great. be. Yeah, that's which so is great. awesome. So good job, Laurel. So that, yeah, that's a great segue into kind of the second part of what we wanted to talk about today. One of, one of the biggest things that I see with people inside the gym when they go when they go missing, and anybody that's <laughs> listening to this that has gone missing, you do know you will get a phone call from me. A few of you guys, Trey, you're going to get a knock on your door. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah drop wow. drop, right. drop and Trey, hard. You know? Love you, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> um. But one of the common things that I get is oh I you know I slipped on the ice and I strained my wrist oh my favorite one was here recently and we won't name names but they cut their finger and so they haven't been to the gym in three weeks because they cut their finger that's bullshit I think we can all agree
3: yeah I mean that's annoying that definitely is inconvenient yeah it was me it was you <laughs> that looks really bad you it's should go bad. to the hospital that's that's inconvenient and i get that the, the gut reaction is to be like Well, i can't grip a barbell or i can't grip a pull-up bar but like there are so many other things you can do yeah. and i hate to say this but i think some people maybe use that as an excuse to be like well i can't go to the gym <clears>
2: 100 percent.
1: <throat> but i will say on the flip side of that and um to play a little bit of devil's advocate from the member perspective we do have some members that feel bad thinking that they are the squeaky wheel and they don't want to cause anybody any drama. I just want to, you know, I don't want you to have to give me special attention. That is literally our job. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff that makes me more excited for coaching versus less exciting. If it was just a whole slew of members that they could look at the board and say, that's the workout. And all I would say is go, that's not coaching on my part. But part of my job is to be able to give personal attention to the needs of every single member that come to my class. Mm-hmm. And I get excited to figure out things to do for Laurel right. or for somebody with a cut finger. I get excited to, how do I change this stuff up? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's, it's, it's a great point. It's, it's what we do as coaches and it's, we, we want to coach. Mm-hmm. So don't ever, if you're that person that's suffering from you, you name it, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, We want to be able to be there to help you to get that workout in, whether you have a twisted ankle or a busted knee or shoulder or whatever. And like we started off in this podcast, we've all done it. You know, we and the vast majority of injuries that happen it's not even in this building. It happens outside, you know, you know, snowboarding and. Being on a one wheel. And Which I mean, is, of course, kind of the so.
1: goal of CrossFit is to get you outside doing the things mm-hmm. that you want to do. It can also be the goal of CrossFit is to help you get back to doing the things you want to do. We can help you rehab through all of those things if you get your ass yeah. to the gym. Yeah. Sorry. I have a question. Maybe, mm-hmm.
3: Lo, you can answer this because I've heard that you're, you're, comp- you're a little competitive oh. sometimes. <clears throat> But if you if you if you have an injury, this is for anybody really. But if you have an injury, or even just like you're going through like you're extremely sore, you're feeling beat down, you haven't slept in a few days, like even if it's like a psychological injury, we'll say. Does your how do you get your ego to not take a hit and be like, hey, I'm gonna have to just pull way back and modify and scale so that I can still get a workout in? Like, is that hard for you to do?
2: Um, not really, because I think the. It's choosing your hard, Yeah. Because, yeah, I guess it could be hard taking the hit with the ego, but it's also hard not getting in here and moving and doing those things is also that's hard. That's worse than... Yeah, so you yeah. just... I mean, you get to pick your heart every day, so I would rather choose coming in here and scaling or modifying mm-hmm. than not coming in here and being a monster, horrible human being to everybody yeah. else. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, it's hard. I think that's hard for some people. Like, to the, it gets to their pride a little bit. I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah. we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. And... But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like taking a step back and knowing, just being real with where you're at in that moment, and saying, "This is just, this is all I have today. This is all I have to offer for today, or the week, or the yep. month, or whatever." Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yep. And well, being and... being the prideful person too, I would rather come in and do something than do nothing and feel like I quit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's for fair. me, being competitive, yeah. I would rather do anything rather than nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: So I want to finish up, and we have three individuals here with lots of experience with this i want to talk about and this isn't necessarily in the injury world but this is in the world of adaptive training is you know postpartum pregnancy training this this type of thing you know um Becky, what are you, 100 years out from? Oh, oh,
1: late. oh <laughs> man. That's, I think that's pretty
4: close.
1: It might be, like, plus or <laughs> minus two. Plus or minus two. That
0: was hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: See what I did there? Lowe's okay.
0: very close. How, how far are you out from your last one?
2: I'm almost three now.
0: They're almost three? Or but, two,
2: actually, almost two.
0: So uh, talk, about, talk about training during pregnancy. What, what changed then? What 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 can people expect? It
4: was
3: fun. Was it?
4: Yes, I geeked out. You were probably following me on social media at the time, but I was just geeking out, trying to come up with modifications and studying all the things. The CrossFit pages and yeah, getting creative. Um, Lo, when you first started here, we had a few conversations about you were yeah, but mine was
2: mine was different because I didn't have CrossFit when I was pregnant. Right. I hadn't. How
3: far? How much? How do I say this? How far postpartum were you when you started CrossFit?
2: Oh, as soon as possible. Right, I was literally yeah. like six you, weeks yeah. to the day. Yeah. You yeah. knew in. about
1: CrossFit. You wanted to do it, but yeah. you you were waiting. Yeah, until gotcha. You got the she
0: called us in the delivery
2: room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I texted
0: Katie, and Katie's like, "When
2: can you come in?" I'm like, "Well, the baby's due in about two weeks, so sometime so after not that." Yet. <laughs> sometime after that. I'm very pregnant at the moment.
0: <laughs> so let's stick. Let's stick with the. The pre- pregnancy aspect of it. What what was the biggest hurdle with it? For for we'll we'll talk to you, but um, since you have the most recent experience with a, it,
4: a couple of things. Um, ego was a big one, mm-hmm. right? And it didn't doesn't really hit until what six to eight weeks or so, where you're like, oh, I'm just really getting winded going up the stairs and. Your hormones are flooded and just things, you're not as strong, you don't have as much capacity. So the ego was hard um, to 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 figure out how to relax and we're just moving today and no, we're not going to do sit-ups, we're going to do planks, we're not going to do anything oh, kipping. Then
1: you get to a point where you can do things because yes. your energy is good, but yes. then your body has started to change and yep. you have to be more aware of what you should right. do, right. Right? right? Not what you can do. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, And just coming up with different modifications sometimes was a challenge. And really, every pregnancy is completely different, right? Some people feel amazing all the way through. Mm -hmm. Some people are sick the entire way through. So um, just figuring out how I felt every day. And also, um, my schedule didn't change that much. I was still CrossFitting four to five days a week, but it looked way different than when I was usually crossfitting four to five days a week, is some days I'd come in and just row and move mm-hmm. because my joints were achy, everything hurt, I was tired all the time, but. Did you usually feel um, better afterwards? Absolutely. Really, absolutely. so even with pregnancy, yeah. the working even with pregnancy, made you feel better after. yeah, and now towards the end when you're in the sure. third trimester and huge, where it's like, you know, I would go too everything hard sometimes and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. just dead, I can't yeah. move today. Um, so figuring that part out was a challenge too. So you just got to do, I mean, it it sounds like a cliche, but whatever feels good, Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you feel that continuing to CrossFit while you're pregnant sets you up for the second half? Absolutely. You got to say that louder. Absolutely.
4: Oh my, I I don't, I mean, a few people know this, but when I had Logan, she was sunny side up. Mm -hmm. So she, rather than facing, her head was down, but she was. Flipped up. yeah, Yeah, belly up instead of belly down. So the delivery was very, very hard, very challenging. And it, at one point, like, all these doctors came in because I was pushing for a good two hours. Yeah. And all these doctors came in. They're like, you got to get her out or we're going to have to do something. I'm like, hell no. I put my head down like I do in <laughs> Fran or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this. I like, said, get this damn baby out yeah. <laughs> of me. And, it ha- I mean, it happened. And then, you know, six weeks later when I came back in, again, everything looked completely different. But I will say without a doubt going through that whole experience and coming out the other side absolutely made me a better athlete because I was forced I've to heard that go back. I was forced to go back, learn how to squat correctly, learn how to do everything correctly. And I'm a way better athlete because of it. Because I took the time to go back to the foundations mm-hmm. and the basics. Well, you kind of
2: have to, you're a different human being. Absolutely. Like, physiologically I mean, too. trauma things, y'all go through. Yeah. And things change. Yeah. Like your, your joints loosen, your ligaments loosen, things are Totally center of gravity afterwards. is off yeah because yeah. yeah. i didn't have crossfit like when i was i wasn't a part of crossfit didn't do it for either pregnancy but i was an athlete my whole life mm-hmm. and had done all of the things and the weightlifting and all that and then i found crossfit after the babies and was like oh my god i thought i knew how to do this and my body is not moving the way <laughs> it has <laughs> moved be. my entire life right. this is vastly different so you do you have to relearn yeah so what were some big
0: stuff. so what was big things postpartum but you know what what were some big things that you took away from there What like you could give um, like three good tips for, Oh, for that.
4: Just keep at it because honestly, everything is a PR when you come back. <laughs> That's a good point. Wow. <laughs> like I when just you first start. squatted a yeah. hundred pounds postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Um, I think the other thing, and it, and it kind of goes along with injuries in general. Um, you can't, Your mindset doesn't necessarily change. You still have to be as vigilant about training um, and how often you're training. But it changes in the way of what your focus and your purpose is. Um, Injuries and everything, you kind of want to be focused more towards a rehab, um, strengthening the the ligaments and the joints and all that. Um, But your your vigilance to training shouldn't change, right? Mm -hmm. You should be as committed to rehabbing as you should be to training that makes sense yeah yeah
0: anything with you all
2: before we wrap up um yeah I guess we've been talking about injuries this whole time and coming back postpartum this is going to sound funny but it's like a full body injury Mm -hmm. I guess like everything is different everybody has a different degree of difference some are harder than others um with it and then I guess full circle as well with being consistent as long as you come in here any of us can help with Absolutely. wrapping around doing things differently or relearning movements or or any of that. I mean, like Becky said, that's our job. Yeah. So it's just being consistent, coming in and trying those new things or learn, relearning all of the things, all of that, I think. Yeah. Well, Awesome.
4: Pretty good.
0: Well, thank you very much, guys. I hope, I hope that helps somebody get in the gym. Get, get in, in here. Thank get, you. get in wow. here.
4: Let Let us help you.
3: Awesome.